Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. No matter how you want to describe it, we are in a crucible of great change. How can we accelerate the creation and implementation of sustainable ideas and practices? I wanted to talk with someone who knows that we don't have to do what we have always done. So stay tuned for today's conversation because this is needed right now. Hi, I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head over there to discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. Find out your personal creative innovator style so that you can open your creative flow and make everything in life easier. For visionaries, innovators, company founders, and product designers, optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. My guest today is Chad Warren, and he has a unique distinction as the world's youngest teacher of Transcendental Meditation starting at age 14. He's not 14 anymore. <laughs> and he spent quite a bit of his teen years in Europe studying with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, the founder of the TM movement. Chad's global perspectives on life and spirituality led him to study directly with legendary Buckminster Fuller, 20th century innovator and visionary back in 1980. It was during these formative years that Chad realized the deep connection we all share with the planet and to each other, and how impacted we are by whatever messages we are exposed to. He also learned of the impact that media has on our thoughts, our physiologies, our emotions, and our consciousness. Founder and CEO of Zen Moose Capital, and I've had the pleasure of have his, having his partner and, and uh fellow CEO of Zen Moose Capital on before, Maria Simone, Chad has 40 years of experience in business development, project financing, business consulting, real estate, real estate development, and sales and marketing. He has worked extensively with bringing developing businesses and, and investors together for maximum mutual benefit. The only way we want life to work. The only way life, I think, can work. Welcome, Chad. I am really excited that you're here. We made this happen really quickly. Um, you're leaving town. It, it was just like we talked yesterday. It was like, let's do this. So <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, it. You're welcome. Uh, this will be an adventure, if nothing else. It will be an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so... <sighs> There's so much going on right now. I talked about the crucible that we are really in. And crucible meaning we have, we have the potential for transformation from within this. So, but I want to start, you know, before that piece to how are you seeing the divisiveness or how are you seeing what's happening right now? I don't even want to label it as that. How are you seeing what's happening right now in the world? Actually, I think crucible is a, a wonderful world, uh, word. I remember actually uh, being in the play, The Crucible, in high school. And it was 
a pivotal uh, play all about change. And I, I think that we're in a very, very powerful and very uh, stark moment of contrast. And <clears throat> it's, which is basically duality. I mean, you know, it's like light and dark. It's like, we need the dark to see the light and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> it's like, it's becoming even more and more contrast. And in a way it, it seems very overwhelming and scary and threatening. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, it's this opportunity for shift for actual, um, change of perception a change you know there's there's radical change that can happen in these moments um i was just on a on a great a conference with uh nab where they're talking about a lot of the vis uh, video and virtual technologies that we thought were going to take three four years to be mm -hmm. uh integrated and mm -hmm. it's happening in three months mm -hmm. And, and that's the same thing in every other area of life. When you have this much contrast and this much uh, seeming chaos coming together, it's an opportunity for a new worldview to emerge. You know, my, my mother used to have this great uh, analogy of a horse that <clears throat> if you put blinders on a horse, that's all they see. That's their whole universe. That's their mm -hmm. whole worldview. Mm -hmm. If you open the, the, uh, the panes or whatever, so that it expands that perspective, what happens in, in the horse's brain is it actually all becomes chaotic and they actually can't make any sense out of any of it at all until mm -hmm. eventually it settles back in to a whole wider perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this moment of chaos, they call it a phase transition in nature. And I think I like to look at it as this is a moment of phase transition. And if we can shift our perspective away from the fear, mm -hmm. because I see a lot of people, even people that I thought or, or present themselves as spiritual leaders or spiritual people, getting caught up in the fear, mm -hmm. getting caught up in the againstness, in the conspiracy theories, and, and, and just passing stuff amongst themselves without even looking at it or really thinking about it. I mean, most of it's not even real or true, mm -hmm. which is kind of like life, right? I mean, most of this is illusion anyways. But, <clears throat> you know, that we get caught up on those things. And sometimes I get caught up in it. Because I'll, mm -hmm. I'll see it and my intellect clicks in and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not even true. <laughs> 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 there are no plans to inject, uh, you know, uh, uh, chips into people. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. that's a fear that people then throw on to certain people or whatever. But there actually are no actual plans of that. So um, that doesn't mean that somebody might be having a thought or whatever but it's that people get caught up in the fear of it rather than um, 
focusing on what the opportunities are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I would, I would just invite people um, to shift that perspective. And cause that's where a lot of times we just, we get exhausted getting on Facebook and all these places. And it's like, Oh, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like all this fear and all this conspiracy. And it's like, where are the solutions? Where are the opportunities? Where can we, where can we yeah. shift it back into our heart and let's get out of our heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I find myself getting, Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm getting sucked into my head and I yeah. have to stop mm-hmm. and like literally pull myself back and remind myself, get my back into my center, into my heart and say, okay, why am I getting caught up with that? Cause that's not useful time of my energy. And you can feel that, I'm sure, in your own body. And, and that's what I want to, one thing I want to bring forward to anybody that's listening is if your body's getting upset and tense and, and feeling out of sorts, it's because you're being taken out of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And it always boils down to, you know, some kind of uh, fear of some kind. Mm-hmm. And, and it might mm-hmm. be... And it might be that whatever it is that you can't latch on to, it's, that's not the point. Whatever, you know, whatever that thing is you're afraid of, it might be that that's just triggering something inside you. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and instead we focus on what's outside of us rather than like you said, get back into your body, feel mm-hmm. where is that disturbance? Where mm-hmm. is that feeling of offness or, uh, you know, disruptiveness within. Mm-hmm. And the more we can do that, the more we will heal ourselves because that's where it all starts. That yeah, is where it all starts. Without healing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we, we are connected with everything and everyone. And yet we can't look, go out there to do anything without also first attending to ourselves. Exactly. That's what I hear you saying. No, it's absolutely true. So, I mean, the reality is that we are all connected. We're all human beings. We're all spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And we're all doing it from our perspective. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, tend to try to demonize other people or other sides. You know, it's like, oh, this person, because they have money, they're doing all these terrible things. They're just a person that mm-hmm. has certain things that they want to believe in or they want to support. And you have certain things that you believe in, want to support. So let's, let's acknowledge that they may be different. We may not agree with each other. Mm-hmm. We don't have to demonize each other. We can love each other. <laughs> I can love the darkness and I can love the light. I can, you know, it's all deserving of love because it's all part of life and creation. Yeah. I don't have to agree with it or have certain parts of it in my life, but I can still love it and not, I don't have to demonize it. I remember a teacher of mine saying, you don't have to judge somebody else about something. You don't have to like their act. <laughs> you don't even have to approve of their act. Right. But that doesn't mean you, you stop seeing that they too are an expression of God in the physical. Exactly. Because the more we judge, the more we're actually turning on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. the judging is always a result of un- something unhealed within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So and, and it feels awful. <laughs> it does. You know, I mean, when I'm when I'm in any when I notice any kind of judgment, it can be something simple, or or impatience with something. 
it's, I, I have to come back home and say, okay, take a moment, what's going on? And it's usually just that I'm feeling disconnected from myself. Exactly. It doesn't even have to be an issue that I'm having, you know, having to address so much as, wait a minute, you, you've gone outside, come back, come back home. Right. And then see what's going on. And that's really the opportunity for courage. Because courage mm -hmm. is being able to, in, in the midst of all this insanity, step back into your heart, even mm -hmm. though your head is saying, no, but I got to deal with this. Nah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's injustice, nah, all this crazy stuff. Yeah. No, no, get back to your heart. And that's how injustice is, is healed. That's mm -hmm. how opposites are transcended, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? You can't transcend the seeming opposites in your mind or in your intellect. It's just not possible. The only way to transcend is through and through the heart. And when I see things like, you know, the policeman in Miami who kneeled down and the, and the you know, the, the protesters came and they were moved to crying and they just connected. Mm -hmm. And others that step up and say, you know what, we're not here to fight. We're here to march with you and not, not make it a protest. Mm -hmm. That's courage. That's mm -hmm. love. And that creates unity and, and healing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, I want to bring into some, some, uh, something into that, which is it's love and action. I love can't and action. It it's yeah. love and action. It's not that we <sighs> just go off on a mountaintop and meditate 24 hours a day and think that that's going to really impact things because we are, we live in, we live in these physical bodies and we're in life. Absolutely. So when we do come home, when I come home to my heart, I see what is the action I need to take. Right. Exactly. I mean, I meditate every day, but I, not for 20 hours. <laughs> I, like, you know, I do my meditation, get my mm -hmm. coffee, mm -hmm. and then I have, okay, what can I do to impact the world around me in a positive way? Mm -hmm. And you're right. Love and action is what matters because we are in of this world. Yes. And we are part of this world. And that's where, you know, looking at, um, you know, like I love working with my friend Steve Farber and other people, uh, you know, looking at promoting love in business, right? The mm -hmm. power of positivity and love in business. We're looking at how can we have different um, paradigms mm -hmm. in business so that they are actually nurturing to uh, not only the employee, but also the C-suite and the owners. Exactly. So, because so many of them don't even take care of themselves. You know, how do you, how do you commit to taking care of yourself in this process of doing business mm -hmm. and, and making money, which is a spiritual energy of, in and of itself? It is indeed. I so, remember a long time ago, I, I taught a uh, program actually for one of the major city zoos uh, for their team around the nature of love in management. Yeah. And I, I, you know, this was probably 25 years ago or so. And so I was definitely ahead of the curve, but so were yeah, they in, in welcoming, welcoming me in and receiving that. But um, those are the kinds of conversations that we need to start having so that we can actually make that or bring that forward, not just have it be a great idea. Exactly. I mean, you know, like <clears throat> that's one of the things that we're, focusing with Zenmu's capital. We want to become a bank for transformation to, to mm -hmm. uh, have a, a sustainable ongoing capital source that will support 
high profit and high impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need to have them both, not one and then the other, or hopefully, but it's like, let's bring them together and let's, and let's encourage these dialogues wherever we can. I mean, what's really, I I remember I, I got, I love my daughter. She's brilliant. And she's the principal of San Bernardino high school. And she's literally been working at changing the consciousness of a city. <laughs> mm. Actually, but she's in a, in a prime place to do that, a prime yeah. position to do that. Well, the high school actually literally is its own city, which is interesting. But she was telling me how one thing that's kind of a positive out of all this insanity, uh, the quarantine adventure, I call it, um, <laughs> is that with all these students at home, a lot of the administrative and and district level people are starting to realize that they can get knowledge anywhere. Mm -hmm. But what's the purpose of coming to school, of actually coming to this facility called a school? Mm -hmm. And she goes, I've been wanting to have this conversation for years and nobody just would go there because they're so entrenched in the education system as it is, they're very, mm-hmm. they're very uh, invested in keeping it the status quo. It's been the same since the industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now they're looking at, okay, well, what is the role in terms of creating relationships in terms of developing the student as a whole? And it's like, it's a, she goes, it's the first time I've seen them even willing to discuss the questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have the conversations. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it'll lead to immediate change or maybe delayed, but at least it's, it's, it's triggered something. And so these are the things that we like, okay, great. Let's, let's take that and run with it. Let's take it Mm -hmm. to the next level. Mm -hmm. And we want to do this in business and in education and in our own lives. Where is the opportunity right now for us to reimagine who we are and how Mm -hmm. we are in this world? How can we, you know, there's a lot of people having to reimagine their businesses. Absolutely. Right. How do they function? Do they do it at home? Uh, if they can't do meetings, is there other ways that they can create, you know, cash flow in their mm-hmm. lives? And so there's a lot of that going on right now. You know, and there's going to be a reimagining of how real estate is used mm-hmm. in commercial sector. So there's a lot of opportunity for uh, creativity, and it's not always all bad. You know, it's like everybody always focuses on the negative. Um, yeah, what are we losing as opposed to what could we be moving into? And yeah, when you well, hold tight to, you know, what has been and think that that is um, the be-all and end-all and what we should be aiming towards, we miss everything. <laughs> yeah, because, because wherever it, something is taken away, mm-hmm. something else is now presented somewhere else. Yes, nature abhors a vacuum. Exactly, and there's always a preservation of energy, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like when something goes away, something else replaces it. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I really think that's a great opportunity. But it's, again, it, it does take um, just a little shift of perspective. Well, can and you that, speak to that? What, what, what does that mean for you? To, to, what is that shift in perspective that's so needed? I think part of it starts with self-awareness. So you have to become aware of I'm getting sucked into this. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm going into, I'm going, I'm getting into the whole negative thing. Um, and then 
just stopping that and taking a break. Mm -hmm. Not that you have to replace it with something right then. Sometimes it's just stopping and taking a break. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's shutting off all your social media for a couple of days Mm -hmm. (laughs) and take a break from it and just be with yourself. And then say, okay, when I see these things, is there another way I can look at it? Mm-hmm. Or can I put my attention somewhere else that would be more productive for me, for my business, for my family, and for my heart? Yeah. Yeah. What will uplift? You know, we're, we're finally, after many years, I'm going through a storage I've had sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm. It's like it's like flowing. It's getting energy flowing, right? It's getting yes. that's been stuck, right? Mm-hmm. And but it's also we're doing the. Uh, uh, I can't remember what. Oh, Maria always remembers the names of things. So, um, where it's like if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. Oh, Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. That's yeah. We're Marie Kondoing the hell out of everything. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know. So it's like it's the same like that. You know. It's like all this stuff. It's like, yes, I like to know what's going on, but mm-hmm. when it starts affecting me negatively, mm-hmm. then I like to stop it because it's not bringing me any joy mm-hmm. in my life. So it's like, okay, shut off the news. Let's have some good music and let's focus on the things that we can, that we are really wanting to do and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And it's, not, it's not to ignore that. I don't hear you saying, let's ignore what's happening. It's how do we... <laughs> How can we do something? How can we be creative if, if we're going down a rabbit hole? Yeah, because you still want to be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. want to be respectful of other people. I mean, like wearing a mask. It's not about your rights. It's just about, that's a health thing. It's like wearing mm-hmm. a seatbelt. You know, it's like, it's no big on, deal on me to, to go if wear a mask going into a store. That's just being respectful of other people. Mm-hmm. And I take it out when I leave. Um, so, you know, people... It, it, it doesn't matter. You want to be aware of things and be respectful of other people and, and have compassion for them. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's practice compassion. And I mean, that was like one of the big tenets of, of Jesus, of Buddha, of all the great masters and teachers throughout mm-hmm. history. It's like, you know, compassion and love for ourselves and for others Mm -hmm. and let's have the respect so that because you know when we do that we stay more on our center yes and And when we stay more in our center then we get to contribute to the world and when you're in your center you're solid you're immovable Mm -hmm. so you want to be that combination of an oak tree and a and a uh, and a willow so you want to be Mm -hmm. infinitely flexible to be Mm -hmm. able to flow and yet solidly rooted Mm -hmm. so and that that happens in the inner bliss in our heart and so how do you um for yourself how do you do that how do you keep yourself centered well personally i've been meditating every day for 50 years (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh you've got me beat (laughs) (laughs) i started started when i was 10 so (laughs) that's thanks to my mom Mm -hmm. Uh, she was like my spiritual mentor um and along with maharshi and everybody but it's like that, that regular practice of tapping so i've been doing transcendental meditation since 1968 
Mm -hmm. And that habit of tapping into that bliss within, which mm -hmm. is an unbounded, infinite source of love and creativity and intelligence within, that creates, created for me a, a very solid center that's just immovable. Mm -hmm. And so I just encourage someone that, you know, whether it's uh, finding a practice that speaks to you. Mm -hmm. I, of course, I've always, you know, I'm a big opponent of TM and I, I encourage that for everybody, but there's so many great practices, whether it's a meditation, yoga, uh, mindfulness. I mean, my daughter's getting mindfulness into high school and is making mm -hmm. huge impacts. Yes. Uh, so, you know, whatever it is that helps you um, take that moment of time to get out of all the, the chaos out here and just to touch back into your own source mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that and make it a practice, make it a regular thing. Mm -hmm. And so that I think is one of the most important things. And also is surrounding yourself with other people that uplift you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, you know, we get around people that are like, they're, they're so depressed that we get there. Right. Right. And so I've had to change groups of friends throughout my life at different times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't working for me. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with them. They're, they're more fun. <laughs> and they're they're and they challenge me. They're, they, mm -hmm. they want me to grow and be a better person. Yeah. And so I so think I'm, I'm thinking about that in terms of uh, of work groups as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can be in a work group and you can't just say, okay, well, I, you know, you're depressed me, I got to leave. Uh, you've got to find a way within the context of that to, to raise everybody up and to, and to be able to bring forward the, the creative potential of each person in that team or right. in that group so that the things that the owner or the CEO or the board of directors wants to have happen Right. Can happen in a way that that's that's taking a line to action. Well, that, that that's actually a great point because there are a lot of situations where you you necessarily can't for whatever reason mm -hmm. get out of that uh, either that work situation or whatever. Now you can make the choices personally, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe not work. But in the work, you can at least start making decisions to be what you would want to be. Mm -hmm. And, and exhibit that as much as possible. Because if, if we look at like a group and they're all kind of Debbie Downers or whatever, and it's like, if somebody comes into that group who is bubbling and positive and laugh, it's amazing how the rest of them start yes, getting indeed. more positive and happy and laughing. It's like, it's, it is infectious. Yeah. So, you know, that's where, that's one of the beautiful things about a lot of the research that they did in TM, they found um, with, a population um, of a city, they, and they did this, the, the original study was 52 cities around the world, and then they duplicated many times, but they found that when 1% of a population started practicing TM regularly, that it, as soon as they passed that 1%, there was another phase transition, and you found a huge decrease of crime rate, sickness rate, hospital violence, all that stuff mm -hmm. went down 16, 20%. Mm -hmm. So, um, Again, 
it doesn't take, you know, you don't have to have everybody. A small percentage can have a huge impact. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the point. And so you can have an impact on a group. And that's what I'm, I'm I don't want to say hoping for. Um, that's what I'm looking in creating what we're doing right here is somebody hears something that they get inspired by or feel moved to do something differently with or, or feel some sense of transformation. Right. Is you take that and you started that. And then when that grows and there's more and more people that are doing that and hearing what's possible and feeling what's possible, then you, you begin to approach a tipping point. Yeah. And that happens within a, within an individual and their, and their immediate surroundings. Everybody's been sequestered at home with their families or a lot of people have, and you hear stories of how they're coming together in ways that are new and, and remarkable. Um, It happens within a company, within a neighborhood with, you know, we have this, this going out in circles and it's wonder. That's what we want to uh, bring forward. No, totally. And when we work with a lot of, when we work with companies, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, in a company, a lot trickles down from the top. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you take the CEO and the C-suite of a company and you say, okay, you guys have to invest bottom line investment in your mm-hmm. own health and joy that will impact all your employees mm-hmm. and it actually positively impacts your bottom line because yes. you now are treating your customers better. They, they appreciate you better. All of these things. So number one, encouraging that kind of investment in themselves mm-hmm. and, and in, in the corporate culture is something that's really important. And like you said, there's a lot of people I've been talking to that have found that um, because of this quarantine adventure we're having, um, <laughs> they've been stuck. You know, they've been forced to do things that they thought would not work. Like, mm-hmm working from home, for example. Right. And we're like, oh, we're afraid that that was going to be, you know, really a problem. And now we're finding out, hey, we're getting a lot more done. We don't have to spend two hours a day commuting. And when all this is over, we're not going to go back to that. I mean, a certain amount of people are going to need to be in the office. Mm -hmm. A lot Mm -hmm. of people can work and we're just as efficient. And so there are new ways that we can do things and we've been like we've been involved with quite a few uh, Zoom masterminds and groups with you know 200, 500 people around the world mm-hmm. that we hadn't even thought of doing before. Right. Right. So again, you know, there's like you said, there's new ways that we can uh, that are impacting and and going out in circles, and people are finding new ways to be together and to support each other and love each other. And I think everybody should come together with that point of not of what can you do for me, but if everybody came together with how can I support you? Mm. And if we both come together and it's like, you're how can I support you? And I'm how can I support you? Now we both win. Yes. Whereas it's like, well, what can you do for me? What can I do? Then we end up usually walking away with not that much. Right. Right. And, and it's not only you and I that win, then it's, it, it goes out from there. Exactly. Because it impacts, it impacts everything. And people don't realize how much our thought impacts the world. And yep. they, look, they look out there and they see the violence and they forget 
about the inner violence that's going on inside that they haven't addressed. And, that, and when and they that shift actually, that. That's actually a beautiful point. And that's mm-hmm. kind of basically what we're thinking of at the beginning. And that is what we think and what we feel is what we manifest. Mm-hmm. And the more we put all of our attention on the negative, the neck grows. Yes. So that's, again, the whole point of let's, let's shift that perspective. It doesn't even take that much. Mm-hmm. Shifting a perspective from, oh, I don't need to go there. I'm going to stop and go right over here. Uh-huh. It's just, it's like a little rudder, you know, it's like, and that little shift can have a huge impact in your life. Mm-hmm. So let's just shift perspective and let's support it. And how can I support you? How can you support, you know, let's, let's support each other. Let's love each other. And let's focus on, I mean, let's not be ignorant. We don't mm-hmm. have to be naive. We're, we're smart people and we can see what's going on there. And, you know, I don't have, you know, it's like, um, you know, if I see stuff is crazy over here, I can either, um, see how, what can I do to diffuse or support the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or focus on other things where I can make it better that will spill over and help the other situation. Yes. So there's some different, it's not always about a, a conflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not always about againstness or fighting. In fact, the most powerful, you know, look at Aikido. It's like, it's, it, it's about not, going against it's about Mm -hmm. just the flow and and so that we don't have to um we have to we don't have to do that you know it's like sometimes just when we're like i've seen angry kids that you know when my son was in soccer there was this really Mm -hmm. angry kid and he was always trying to pick fights and i would see guys trying to like you know, f- fight against him, and mm-hmm. and that made worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And then I would see somebody else, and you know, else take him aside and just hold him. Yeah, and the guy would break down. So it's not always um, duality. Doesn't mean that we have to uh, be against. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, let's. We love coexisting opposites. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they support each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's support each other. Yeah. You know, so I think shifting perspective and, and, and finding your own center and just taking a break from the negative thinking mm-hmm. and, and, and replacing it with something else that would be to uh, your that would feed your heart, that would make your hat more happy. I think these are like just a few practical things that are important. Meditate every day, do some yoga. Uh, If you can't do that, then, you know, go get outside. Mm -hmm. Like exercise. There is such a thing as a walking meditation. Exactly. You know, laughter yoga. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) have you ever done laughter yoga? I haven't. I mean, I know people that teach it, but I have not done it. They would do it every morning at 7 a.m. on the beach in Laguna Beach. Uh, and you just go down and you just start laughing. Mm-hmm. And just start laughing and just start laughing. And it's like, it's infectious. And it's like, it's your belly just 
you just you just start laughing from the depths of your belly and it's just yeah. it shifts your whole perspective mm-hmm. it, it floods your brain with serotonin life is you know it just it, it shifts and you leave lighter and happier yeah and that's what we're talking about right now is is how can we go from the place where we've always said no to things right to to yes and what do we need to say yes to and what could we say yes to that we've never thought about ever being possible. Right. Because we need that to look at what's what's been deemed impossible and start bringing that over onto the other side of the, of the board to see, well, what if that were possible? What would that look like? How could we make that happen? How could we weave that into this current picture? Right. And it's not, you know, the reality is there has been in, injustice. They, you know, yes. there is racism. There is all these things happening. Mm-hmm. People are not treated the same. And again, all of that is based upon fear. Mm-hmm. Fear of loss of control, fear of loss of power, fear of loss of anything, just yeah. loss. And fear of loss yeah. of the old way of being. Exactly. Because we're, we're, we get very set and attached. And again, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. We get attached to the way it was. And when, and that's where the courage comes in is allowing that to let go, to let go yes. of that, that old mm-hmm. being. And when we let that go and be open to something new, and, that's, and that actually is not so easy for a lot of people. Right. A lot of people have a hard time, and they don't even know that that's what they need to do or that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. But they're just attached to that, old, that way of being and not realizing that, you know what, the way new way of being may actually be better for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being open to that and so that that's a that again is a choice it's a and choice it's, a, it's choice. a choice and sometimes people are pushed you know uh, kicking and screaming into that choice <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> they will fight to not go there <laughs> yeah. and that's part of what's happening you know with with uh, everything that the virus has engendered is well, I wouldn't choose this for my work life, you know, to be let go, to have to move on, to do whatever, but okay, this is what is now. Let me see what's possible. Yeah. And, and we have to do that from within that place of, of radical innovation. Right. Exactly. And, and yes, it has been hard for a lot of people. Um, you know, some people have been able to transition fairly simply Mm-hmm. Some people, it's been a real challenge uh, to their livelihood and their, I mean, just even their basics of eating and, 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 and living and taking mm-hmm. care of their family. So, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't do a spiritual bypass either. Right. And, you know, just say, oh, just be happy and light and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you still got to take care of those basic things and, 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 and your family and you need to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but being, uh, and there, there's a lot of frustration for a lot of people yeah. being stuck in a, in a, you know, in a, in a place, a lot of people that by themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been easier. I mean, like, you know, Maria, thank God, you know, it's like, um, I mean, been together 24 seven and we're both still alive. So I think that's, <laughs> and she's a New York Italian. So that's, that's yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but there's a lot of people that have been alone or, uh, 
not knowing what to do. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we have to have compassion for those and see if we mm -hmm. can help them in any way that we can. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, I feel like I'm being called on more and more to really to teach people about how to work with their energy and to, to be able to open to that part of themselves that is creative, that, it, that it has that deeper connection that they've either forgotten or never known, never discovered. But that's the only way that they can move forward now. Yeah. Well, we've had to do, uh, you know, mastermind group, you know, where people that relied on, you know, events and meeting mm -hmm. things like mm -hmm. that. And, um, Maria did one, you know, there was like, I don't know, 250 people on there, but there was like, they were mm -hmm. scared. What the hell do we do? Right. Uh, right. Our income is just gone, <laughs> dried up. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, what, what can we do? And it was like, okay, well, we can either be freaked out about it and that's fun for a day or two, mm -hmm. but then let's look at how can we reimagine what we're doing? Yes. How can we repackage it? How can we restructure so mm -hmm. that it fits the reality of what's going on right now? Mm -hmm. So there's always a way. And it's amazing how many resources people have, both around themselves and within themselves, that they don't even realize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, sometimes uh, it just takes some and seeking out you know help and support because sometimes it just takes mm -hmm. somebody else to look out and say well look at over here i'm like oh i didn't even think of that i didn't go with it exactly I didn't even see it you know yes and so you know i do encourage people to to reach out and ask for help mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's great there's a lot of brilliant ideas and there's a lot of uh people doing some amazing rethinking and restructuring mm -hmm. that's that's supporting them to make incomes in other ways that they yeah. weren't before. Yes. And you're, and you're involved in that. Are you not? Absolutely. So well, can you, yeah, in the background, you know, throwing in my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect there's a little more than that, but um, how can people reach you, Chad? What is their, uh, how can they find you? Um, well, I'm, I have uh, a LinkedIn page under Chad Warren, I also have uh, zenmovescapital.com is our website. Okay. Um, like I said, we're, we're fundraising for that company right now. Mm -hmm. um, we have developed a financial methodology to tap into uh, restricted stock as an ongoing capital source for funding uh, mm -hmm. projects. And so that's actually most of my uh, focus. We also have some amazing media technologies that we're uh, building and developing. Um, and then we're also helping people, you know, get funding unsecured personal loans. Um, so funding for projects, they can use it. It's th these are for people um, that have W two income, and they we mm -hmm. can do uh, loans up to four hundred thousand or two times their yearly income, and they have a six fifty or above FICO score. So basically, these are mm -hmm. unsecured loans, and we can fund them, get them approved and funded within a week, and this is something that we've been tied into a network of 220 lenders. And mm -hmm. when this, the COVID thing happened, we realized that it's a resource that a lot of people needed. So we're helping a lot more people tap into it. A lot of people use it for buying, investing in real estate, uh, gap funding, helping them buy a business, mm -hmm. uh, buy a franchise or a fund a business or funding education so mm -hmm. that they can re-educate themselves and, and yes. shift into a different direction. 
Yes. So uh, we have that website, which is zenmoneysolutions.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, so again, you know, we're trying to serve as many people as we can and do whatever we can to uh, support projects that, that lift consciousness mm-hmm. and have a positive impact, both uh, monetarily and in terms of consciousness and uh, positively impacting their awareness and, mm-hmm. and their life. Wow, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm so glad that you are doing that. And, um, and I encourage our listening audience, if there's someone there that fits into that particular niche to, to reach out to you. Yeah. If, if you need, uh, yeah, we do some business consulting and, uh, mm-hmm. as, as well, but yeah, basically, um, uh, if they need resources for funding or if they have, uh, investors that want to get involved in the entertainment, uh, arena, that is a more secure way of doing it in a, a much gr- where we leverage on a much grander scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, give us a call or just, you know, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> you want to laugh together. <laughs> That's right. We'll do some laughing. We'll do some laughing. We'll do s- Chad, I so uh, appreciate your willingness to jump on here with us today and, and to put forward the, the, this, the, the sense of, of hopefulness and possibility. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I was, it was fun. And uh, I really appreciate you and I really appreciate what you're doing. I love the fact that you are focused on spreading wisdom and wherever you can find it. And that's, uh, mm. that's it's so needed. Mm-hmm. And I forget that not everybody thinks this way. <laughs> right. And so right. many people really um, desire and are looking for a way to expand their, their, own, uh, mm-hmm. their own self. And uh, so thank you for doing this. Mm, Thank you. And thank you for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here next time for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. Remember, you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts, whatever that might be. And if you've enjoyed listening today, leave us a review, support us, because that helps more people to access the wisdom and to transform the world. And for more about fast-tracking your ideas to creation and revenue, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at thebacainstitute.com. Take the quiz and find out your creative innovator style so that you can turn your ideas into reality without missing another moment. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.